I know firsthand how difficult it is to get a job in the creative industries. That can be being as a designer, as a developer, as a blogger, as a YouTuber. There's a million different jobs in the creative industries these days. And I know how difficult it is to try and find one and how to get started in our industry because it's huge. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about this and how to get your first ever job in the creative industry. This is Get Doing Things. I am Craig Burgess. This is episode 122. Let's get started. I work a lot with young designers. I teach young designers, I teach young developers, and I'm always speaking to them and Quite a few of them actually get in touch with me on Twitter, but more particularly, or more specifically rather, they get in touch with me on LinkedIn because I decided to put myself as an expert on there on things about creativity and things about design and all that kind of stuff. So people get in touch with me quite a lot. And the question I get so much, and it's the reason I'm making this episode so I can point them to it, the question I get asked so much is, how do I find my first job? What skills do I need to know to find my first job? I'm not going to talk specifically about the skills, but I am going to talk about how to market yourself to get your first job in the creative industry. So many people go to university, they learn to be a designer or a developer or some other thing in the creative industry, and then they come out at the other end and they haven't got a clue how to find a job. This is a real failing of our education. This is a real failing of teachers and lecturers most of all. Most of them haven't got a clue how the industry works and it's a damn shame because some of them are really skilled, they come out of the other end, they never end up getting a job because they don't know how to get a job. So hopefully these five tips I'm going to tell you in this episode are going to help you get your first job in the industry. And if you're a bit stuck as well, if you're a bit stuck in the industry, you've already got your first job, these tips still apply. So let's get straight to this. Number one, meeting people at events. Now, the prerequisite to this is that you go to events. So if you're just come out of uni or you're looking for a job in the creative industry, you need to find the creative industry events that are around you. These are events run by design agencies. These are any kind of creative event, any kind of art exhibition, any kind of opening event for any new artist, anything like that, any creative event that you can find near to you, or even maybe not so near to you, but something that's within 50 miles of you, if you desperately want a job, you need to get your face known at these events. You need to connect with these people, go to these places, and see how the whole industry works, and ask them as many questions as you can, because people are usually really helpful in the creative industries. An easy way to find events is just go onto Eventbrite and just search your local area and just put creativity in there and you'll find all kinds of events. That leads neatly into tip two, connect with people online. So you need to connect with people in person, which is the number one vital tip that you need to do. And so many people are afraid of this as well, by the way, of connecting with people in person but I imagine you're going to be more comfortable with connecting with people online. So after you've been to an event, you need to then connect with that person on LinkedIn and on Twitter. The reason I've not mentioned Facebook or any of those other things, although Behance might be a good one if you're a designer, Facebook's not really this kind of thing. It can feel a bit creepy 
to get a Facebook request from someone you've only met at an event once. But if you add them on LinkedIn, that tends to be okay. And if you follow them on Twitter, you're allowed to do that anyway. So I definitely recommend anybody you find at an event, ask them their Twitter, figure out their Twitter handle at least, and then follow them on Twitter and then start connecting with them. That means replying to their tweets. That means interacting with them on Twitter, sharing good content that they might be interested in. Which also leads me into number three, sharing good content. You need, 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 I can't say this enough, you need to be creating content about your work, about your interests, about your passions, and you need to keep some kind of regular thing. It can be YouTube, it could be a podcast like this, it could be a blog, whatever it is, you need to be showing you're willing. You need to be showing that you're interested in the industry, that you're really passionate about it, because it's going to put you above everybody else. Our industry, the creative industry, is growing like mad, and we're desperate for people, but that also means that there's a lot of people learning these skills that you have now learned, which means the competition is fierce, and the only way to get above the competition and get ahead of it is by making a blog or creating content and showing that you are willing, which leads me to number four, show you are willing. I've put this in capital letters, you need to show willing. That means doing stuff for free, even though the creative industry, particularly what they usually call spec work, doing stuff for free, is kind of frowned upon, but I don't think that's a bad thing at all. You need to be doing as much free stuff as you can, and I mean kind of personal projects and stuff, which we'll get to in a second. I mean doing work for yourself, creating your own projects, doing design briefs, and in fact, there's a really easy way to connect with design agencies here. You can email design agencies and say, have you got any old briefs that I could have a go at? That's a really easy and non-intrusive way of connecting with design agencies that doesn't seem like you're hankering for a job, but it seems like you're really willing. So you need to show willing, as I said, and you can show willing by doing some work on the side or also having a regular blog, which, as I said, I recommend highly, or having a podcast or something like that. You need to show willing because when it comes to a job, there might be 10 people who are applying for the same job as you, and it could be people outside of the country as well that are applying for the job. So if you're local and you go to the job, you've got an interview face-to-face, you, the easiest way for you to show your passion is to prove it. And there's no easier way to prove it than actually say, well, yeah, I've got this blog about design or I've, I've got this blog that I've kept for years about my interests and my passions. It shows willing immediately and it shows you're passionate and it shows you want your first job in the industry. And then finally, number five, show willing. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You need to show willing, but to show willing and I, you know, this one really upsets me, actually. The amount of people that I tell, so people come to me on LinkedIn or they email me or they send me a tweet, they say, how do I get my first job in the industry or what do I need to know to get the first job, to get my first job in the industry? And when I say this thing to them, the amount of people that go, oh yeah, I've not thought of that, is embarrassing. You need to have side projects. They are for fun projects. I started my career doing a million and one of these, and I didn't finish a lot of them, but I started a lot of them, and it showed willing and it showed passion, and my first ever extreme production challenge was Novel Cuisine, which was designing a poster every day for 365 days. 
So you need to have side projects like that that will not make you money, will not bring you fame unless it's really good, will not bring you anything else other than experience and it shows that you have passion. Design industries are small. Design studios are small. They're usually anywhere from one to 15 people is usually the average, but the majority of them are even smaller than that. They're usually about six to 10 people. So this is a really closely knit team. So when they interview people, they need to know that that person is passionate and really up for being in the industry and really up for working in actually an industry that requires a lot of hard work. So you need to show that passion and it needs to be shown quickly. And you can show that passion really quickly by just having side projects. And it's so easy for you to do it, especially if you're at uni right now, or if you're just training to be a designer or a developer, you have got, and even though you might refuse what I'm about to say, you have got way more spare time than you are ever going to have in the rest of your life. So you need to use the spare time to its full effect. And to do that, you need to be doing side projects. You need to be showing your passion. That's the number one thing. How to market yourself to get your first job in the creative industry is as simple as showing your passion in public. So when you put together a CV or you go for an interview, your passion cannot be doubted in any single way. That was episode 122 and you can find out more information about it at getdoingthings.com forward slash podcast forward slash 122. I am back tomorrow with another episode just like this one. And in fact, tomorrow's episode is consistency. Consistency is the only way to build any kind of success. That is tomorrow's episode. Oh, one final thing actually before I leave today. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to my podcast, you've got any questions about anything that I talk in any of my episodes, I'd really love to hear from you. There's one way, the best way to get hold of me, and it's just to email me at craig at getdoingthings.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll speak to you soon.